Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing looking at Colossians. We're in the third chapter at the end of it. I think we'll finish the third chapter today. I'm not sure. You know how it goes sometimes. So I want to go back to verse 18 because uh, here the Spirit is leading Paul to deal uh, with family situations, okay, the relationship in the family and touching upon the governmental structure of the family. Remember what he'd already told everybody in this chapter, to seek the things above, set your mind on the things above, die to self. Remember all that? Uh, Consider your earthly body to be dead to immorality. Don't lie to one another. Encourage one another. Put on that new self. Love one another. Remember that you're chosen of God. And so because of that, put on that heart of compassion. Bear with one another. Be forgiving with one another. And live in love because that love is the bond of unity. And then he gave two lets at the end, uh, well, verses 15 and 16. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart and let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Now, verse 18 says this, Wives, be subject to your husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. 19, husbands, love your wives and do not be embittered against them. Verse 20, children, be obedient to your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. So we looked at this in the previous episode, these family relationships, the wives, the husband, the children, this is how we live. Wives are subject to their husbands. Husbands, you love your wives. And children, you're obedient to parents. Now, verse 21, he picks up with the fathers again. Fathers, do not exasperate your children so that they will not lose heart. And I think that's a really, really, really serious thing right there that we uh, uh, face day in and day out, you know, as uh, fathers particularly. He says, don't, it literally means don't stir them up. Don't stimulate them to anger. In the deep south, we'd say, don't provoke them. Because that's literally what it means. Do not provoke your children. Don't do, I mean, I see it so often uh, where fathers are doing these things and they think it's cute and they think it's toughening up their kids, particularly sons and things like that. And what you're really doing is you're provoking them. And what you're really doing is instilling things within them that are going to affect them the rest of their lives. So he says, fathers, don't do that. Verse 22, he says, Slaves. Slaves? I thought we were dealing with family situations, you know, wives, husbands, children, fathers. Now, slaves. There's uh, relationships here. A slave would really sort of be part of the family. And if you know anything about the true history, not the false history, but the true history of the Deep South, you would be amazed at the closeness of relationship between slaves and masters. We have the same thing today. Though people say, oh, we're not slaves, we're not slaves. We're free. Well, to quote one, uh, I think of the founding fathers, I don't know which one, says something along the line of, there's no greater slave than he who thinks he's free and is not, okay? which is basically where we are. And so we have this slave-master relationship. Sometimes people view it from the point of view of a, a boss, an employee. Yeah, there's elements of that there. Because listen to what he says. Slaves, in all things, obey those who are your masters on earth not with external service as those who merely please men, 
but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. So he tells us, he says, you need to obey those that are over you, that are masters over you. And not just with the external services. In other words, you're, you're doing this thing and everybody thinks you're doing your job and it's great and wonderful, but your heart's really eating away at you. You're mad at it. You can't stand it. He says, no, with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord, fearing the Lord, living in that, reverent, that reverential awe of the Lord, okay? realizing that you are here, the Lord is with you, you're not abandoned, so obey those that are your masters. And then verse 23, it's in the context of the slave, but it's in the context of everything else we've been reading. Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men. Remember, we saw like these few verses before in verse 17. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So in whatever we do, we need to do our work heartily. Okay, Whatever we do, we do it as unto the Lord rather than men. <coughs> well, why do we do that? Well, verse 24 continues the sentence. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. Now that is just a profound thing right there. Regardless of where we find ourselves, it is the Lord Christ whom you serve. If you're a master, if you're the top dog in your life, you're the boss of the boss of the boss of the boss. Okay? If that is your status, you are still serving the Lord because the Lord is master of all. If you are a slave to the slaves, if you're the lowest of lowest when it comes to the strata within society, okay, you do your work heartily as for the Lord because you're actually doing it for the Lord. You are doing it from sincerity of heart. You're doing, doing it in the fear of the Lord, and you're doing it for the Lord rather than men, knowing, you know what, that you're going to receive the reward of the inheritance. In other words, our reward will come from the Most High God, not from the immediacy of what we're doing right here. So the last verse, Colossians 3, verse 25. For he does wrong, or he who does wrong, will receive the consequences of the wrong which he has done. And that without partiality. It's a little clumsy in that translation. He's just saying there's going to be no partiality in this. If you do wrong, you will receive the consequences of doing wrong. So that's not really too bad of a synopsis of the entire chapter, is it not? Because remember what he said? Hey, seek the things above, set your mind on these things, do all these things, turn away from this immorality, put on this, put on the new self. Remember, there's no distinction, you're chosen. All of this kind of stuff. He has empowered us to choose the way of the Most High God. But if we don't, if we do wrong, then we're going to receive the consequences of that, that doing wrong. So what do we do? We serve the Lord heartily. We do what we're supposed to do. Particularly these last few verses right here, we live in our family relationships in the way we're supposed to, wives, husbands, children, fathers, slaves. We do this and realize that we will receive the reward of the inheritance. Isn't that great? We'll receive that reward of the inheritance from the Most High God. It is the Lord Jesus whom we serve. Well, again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.